Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Uh, great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Been a heavy week, Pat. Yeah. I'm just wondering, maybe we could... I mean, if you want, we could start with like an animal video or something, kind of lighten the mood. <laughs> heavy. What, what are you laughing? Why is that funny? <laughs> I thought that was a reasonable suggestion. <laughs> did you? Did you think so? I did. It's been yeah. a really huh. dark week. Uh huh. Maybe we throw you thought an animal video. Animal front. video. Right really... out. Right out of the gate. Mm. What do you say? I say no. I say no. Uh, but I could tell you about a brush with greatness I had last night. Oh really? Yeah. 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 Oh, do tell. What's We're having up? dinner at a uh, Mexican restaurant. In uh, Trophy Club, Texas. Okay. And uh, and so it's me, my wife, all three of my sons, and uh, my son Sean's wife. Uh, and, uh, oh, and my sister mm-hmm. and her husband. Okay. And so um, my daughter-in-law, my son's wife, starts saying, uh, look at this picture. Isn't that her? And she's got... She's got a picture of Gail, the singer Gail. Okay. Do you remember that song? It was, uh, oh, man. Singer Gail. It was called A, B, C, D, E, F, U. Oh, yes. This is the clean version. Okay. Forget you. Forget you. That's not what she actually says. Uh, <laughs> okay, so a really catchy song. And anyway, she's showing us the picture of her and uh-huh. then telling us to look at the girl who's sitting in a booth uh, just a, f- a few feet away. And we're like, wow, that looks like her. But that can't be her. She wouldn't just be her? here at a Mexican restaurant. Gail, the singer Gail? That's her. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. How cool. I said, if that's not her, it, I mean, she's got a twin <laughs> that looks just like her. Okay. So my daughter, daughter-in-law gets up. And walks over to her. Oh, no. Yeah, so embarrassing. I'm like, <laughs> okay, somebody please hide me. I'm going to crawl under the table right now because this is really, really embarrassing. Okay. She was as nice as can be, though. It wow. was her. Uh, she got up and took a uh, selfie with with my daughter. So she didn't say, forget you. No, she, she didn't. She smiled no, and took a picture. No, she smiled, got up. Is she from around here? I guess she's from Plano, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had no idea. So it was kind of fun. That uh, is cool. Uh, against all my better judgment and knowing better, I love that song. <laughs> I didn't. I just, it's so catchy. Is it not? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's, oh. a, it's uh-huh. a fantastic song. It sure is. Uh, she says the F word, I don't know how many times in it, but quite a few. And Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. It's and art, she did what Pat. she had to do. It's art. Uh, okay. Yeah. I looked up some of her work. You know, she's done some other songs that also seem to... Mm. Feature the word. Not as catchy, And though. others, maybe not quite as catchy. <laughs> uh, but that was kind of interesting. That's cool, man. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's it's even better when you run into a celebrity and they're cool. Yeah, it is. You know? Yeah, there's nothing worse than running into a celebrity and they're a-holes. That's just not good. So, you know, that's, that's what would happen if you ever ran into the president of the United States. You'd just find that he's the a-hole you really think he is. And that would not be fun. No, I, it's, uh, you I, don't want me running into that cat. Uh, no, <laughs> no. I mean, yesterday was so unbelievable to me when he started out. He started out discussing, maybe it was the day before yesterday, started out discussing the shooting with jokes about ice cream. I mean... How inappropriate is that? 
And what kind of moron does that? Leader of the free world. <sighs> and he's got this really somber, tragic shooting to talk about. And he starts by laughing and joking with the crowd, uh, with the press, and he didn't about get, ice cream. Yeah, and he didn't get better later in the day. If no. you recall, when he was outside, joked about Josh Hawley. Yeah. Oh, if he's uh, if he's for it, I must be against it or something. I don't know. Yes. Right. And he laughed about it, joking. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the problem, moron. That yeah. is the problem. You know, and it the fact that we can't even agree to condemn the targeting of uh, Christian children in a school. Jeez, I mean, unbelievable. Uh, on the coven yesterday, Whoopi reacted to Josh Hawley mm-hmm. uh, and his request for Nashville, for to for people to condemn the Nashville yeah. shooting. Call it a hate crime, y'all. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, so check this out. Today, I will introduce a resolution explicitly condemning this massacre as the hate crime that it is and calling upon this body to condemn hateful rhetoric that leads to violence. Okay, I mean, look, some people are using this as an excuse to demonize the transgender community. I mean, crazy stuff. So is this once again, what? are we just- How do you get that? in the wind. How, how do you get from point A to point B with that? I don't understand that segue at all from her. Because your butt's stupid. <laughs> Only butt stupidity gets you from what Josh Hawley was talking about to what she was talking about. Okay. My gosh. Okay. No, we should be condemning guns instead every single time. That's what they do. That's exactly what they do every single time. Don't even think about the shooter unless unless you think they might have ties to the right. Then, of oh, course, oh. you can condemn the shooter. Okay. okay? <laughs> uh, but you got to go after the gun first. And then, hopefully, if the shooter's a MAGA Republican, you can go after the shooter as well. These people are pathetic and despicable, absolutely despicable. And, of course, uh, the gun nonsense is in full swing. Yesterday, guns were the talk on Capitol Hill. Uh, Democrat Jared Moskowitz and Marjorie Taylor Greene had a little talk about guns inside schools. Have a hearing on murder in schools. It's murder. Is there any, any question? I'll yield to anyone on this committee who disagrees that murder in schools is not murder. I yield. Will you, will you yield? Oh, I'll yield. Yes, please. Yeah, I was, when I was in 11th grade and Joe Biden made our schools gun-free school zones, <laughs> one of the students in my school brought three guns to school, and our entire school went on lockdown because he was the only person with a gun. There was no good guy with a gun to protect us kids at school. Mm. You want to know why the shooter is dead in Nashville, the trans shooter? You want to know why? Because a good guy with a gun killed that woman. She identified as a man. She was mentally ill, probably taking hormones. And mm. she went in and murdered children and adults in this Christian school in Nashville. So if you want to have a good talk about schools and protecting children, we need to talk about protecting our children the same way we protect our president, we protect our celebrities, yeah. we protect Re- this building. Okay, I'll yield. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. He. No. So I don't like what you're saying. So I reclaim my time. Yeah. Uh, just uh, to shut you up. You're yeah. making too much sense. We can't have that in this building. 
And so uh, I reclaim my time. Right. So that was very, very tame compared to what happened out in the hallway because um, Jamal Bowman, um, a Democrat congressman, mm -hmm. so he stormed out of, I don't know if it was that hearing or something else, but uh, anyway, he mm -hmm. was not happy about the direction Republicans are trying to go. And so Thomas Massey uh, stepped out in the hall. Uh, Thomas Massey is going to introduce legislation next week. I, I think it's going to, uh, well, I, I think it's going to just allow for guns in schools, but many states allow that. And, and in fact, what he's trying to tell Bowman here is that any school that has like uh, armed guards like inside the building or something like that, like there's never been a school shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, or where you have teachers that are armed. I think that's what it is. Anyhow, so he's trying to have a conversation with Bowman, who is just unhinged. This guy. Ugh, this is ridiculous. Cowards pressured them, forced them to respond to the question, why the hell won't you do anything to save America's children? And let them explain that all the way up until Election Day on 2024. Let them explain it all the way up to Election Day on 2024. They're freaking cowards. They're gutless. They're what not here. You talking about? I'm talking about gun violence. You know, there's never been I'm so about gun violence. in a school that allows teachers yeah. to carry. Your car carry teachers carry guns? Which you, which more guns lead to more death. More guns lead to more death. Look at the data. You're not looking at any data. No. You're Because he used to be a principal, so now he can't debate because he's never worked in a school. Have you ever worked in a school? It's a yes or no question. Have you ever worked in a school? What does that have to do with anything? Don't stop and talk to me. Okay, I'll bring it down a notch. Have you ever worked in a school? I've got a bill to repeal. I worked in a school for 20 years. You're just screaming. I was touching. I was screaming before you came and interrupted me. Every I worked in a school for 20 years. I was a middle school principal. I was in cafeterias every protecting kids every day of my career. This is America. The worst. The worst. We've got guns here to protect us. Yeah, we got guns here protecting us. The kids should have somebody to protect them. Right. Every school that's a hell of a point has never had a shooting. Not even an accidental discharge at any of the schools. So amazing. So he's trying to say, yeah, wherever teachers are armed, there are no school shootings. And we have armed guards here protecting mm -hmm. us. We can't do that for kids. Right. How many accidental shootings have they had at the at the Capitol building? And Yelly McYellface oh, there. Geez. I mean, this is... What a loser. You are an elected representative. Yeah. Act like it. Yeah. No. We've just evolved into a banana republic. <laughs> That's despicable. And because you were... You worked at a school. You're the expert now on school shootings? How many school shootings did you have at your school while you were there? How many? <laughs> oh, man. It's like, okay, I attended a school. Yeah. Doesn't right. I mean, I, every right. day I went. 
Am I qualified now to rebut your argument, bro? Mm-hmm. I went through 12, 12 years of schooling. Never, oh. never had a shooting. Uh, so I got you beat, though. Yeah, so you yeah. actually went to college. 13 years mm. in a public school. Okay. You see? Yeah. And then went to college. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. So I can... Yeah. Uh, this is this guy. Crazy. This Bowman. He's going to... Out of their minds. This is going to get even more insane next week when they start introducing bills. And speaking of Thomas Massey, let's go back uh, three years this week. <laughs> I thought this was fun. When Thomas Massey was the only voice in Congress standing against the massive COVID relief bill. Why wouldn't they give you a time on the floor, sir? Congressman, both sides of the chamber didn't see to let you... Right side of history. Vote. One well, man. Well, they didn't even give me a minute to speak in a four-hour debate. That's There's a big cover-up in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, cover up, mm-hmm. sir. Well, they're trying to cover up their votes. They had enough people there to pass the bill, but they still refused to have a recorded vote. <laughs> and they told me they were trying to protect members. Don't you believe that that's the case? There's 435 members in a room that can't hold that many. No, no. They're trying to protect the members who are there from political ramifications. Sir, both sides of the chamber, your side as well as the Democrats, as well as the White House, have said that they didn't want you to do this. Why press forward into Fairs. a bill that... Everybody agrees Screw you. should be passed. Like I said in there, I came here this week to make sure our republic doesn't die in an empty chamber by unanimous consent. <laughs> These people need to do their Too jobs. Long. If they're telling people to drive a truck, if they're telling people to bag groceries and grow their food, then by by golly, they can be in there and they can vote. And that's what and that's what we did this week. They came and you can see it didn't delay the vote any. They sat on their cans yesterday here. They didn't do a thing yesterday. They were trying to say this would delay it to have a recorded vote. The truth, if you're willing to report it, is they don't want a recorded vote. They don't want to be on record of making the biggest mistake in history. Is there a second grade? Third grade grandstander. Third grade grandstander. No respect. Who was it that we I was I was right above you guys? Pelosi and McCarthy when I was right there with him. Oh, <laughs> you believe this is the best method to do this, sir, is to force yeah, everybody to come back? Jeez. Come on, I, I gave you an interview. That's great that they're Thanks, doing the bidding of the Democrat Party. There. Well, I mean, Donald That's Trump, too, at the same time. Everybody. Like, it was the world versus Thomas Massey three years ago this week. Oh, and wow. he was the one individual on the right the side of his voice history. in the wilderness. Speaking out, and that's not easy. It's not easy to be the and voice. He does of it with a smile on his face. Yeah, he's great. Like that, that he's shouting really match. It's not a shouting match. It was just a one-way street there with mm-hmm. uh, Bowman. I mean, he's a happy warrior, you know. Yeah, he could have shouted back, and you know, we've been totally in his right. But uh, he made his point. Well, tried to make his point over the shouting. But that's the state of our nation right now. That's it's it. Just that's it. Fun, isn't it? It's fun. it's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Biden not well right now? Is yeah, he, he's a little, he, a little under the weather. Yeah. Hmm. And so it starts with this. Uh, he's about to get introduced at some event at the White House yesterday, and just w- watch him there. Hold on. Play the clip, please. Play the clip. Mm, and it is some point today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he literally. Do that again. Play it again. I mean, he. he I mean, this is rough. <laughs> I mean, that is Mr. a President. Al Sharpton moment on TV. <laughs> Mr. President. 
Okay. All right. All right. So, <laughs> so, heck? so then later he's at an event okay. and mm. uh, he's even doing worse than he was there. Watch this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, listen to his voice, man. Admit it. You have mm. COVID. Just admit it, bro. Leon, can you can you scoot up? <laughs> Wait for the cue. Listen to his voice, man. Shall I begin? <laughs> Hello, everyone. <clears throat> Let me start by apologizing for the slight cold I have. Slight cold. That's the only thing that's happening to me these days. Okay. All right. That's so, the only thing. Otherwise, he's uh, healthy as a horse. So, uh, so. I, I predict the next thing you're going to have is he's going to disappear uh, for quite a while because the longer they can keep him out of sight, the better it is. That's for sure. And so now they've got a built-in excuse because he's obviously yeah. sick. A little under the weather, and so we're just going to have him stay home for a few days. And uh, he's under a doctor's care. We're just watching. He's fine. Other a... than, you know, he's, his voice is hoarse, and he's got a little bit of a cough. Okay, but it's been a week now. When are we going to see the president again? Uh, you can't be too careful. I wonder if they tested him for COVID. I mean, the guy's been all over the place. It's uh, probably prudent to do a little testing there, see if he's spreading that around. He's uh, also aiming to lift democracies. You saw he was at the uh, Summit for Democracy there. Uh, with more funds, despite questions over effectiveness, uh, he's going to announce new funding to bolster democracies around the world. Uh, amid criticism, his administration has made little progress in advancing human rights and democracy as a focus of its foreign policy. He will announce... A $690 million <clears throat> program to fight corruption, support free and fair elections, and advance technologies that support democratic governments at a second White House-led Summit for Democracy, according to senior officials. Isn't that ironic? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, mm -hmm. that's good stuff there. We're going to support free and fair elections around the yeah. world. Yeah, isn't that great? Can we try that at huh. home, perhaps? Wouldn't that be nice? He announced over $400 million for similar programs in 2021 uh, when the event was last held. So why do, we, why do we spend our tax dollars on other countries' elections? Uh, Particularly when we obviously can't get our own, right? We shouldn't be spending our tax dollars on other people's anything. Yeah. Any, anything. <laughs> Jeez. It's like if you're running a deficit in your house, you're not looking for other ways to spend money. Yeah. Except we are continually, continually looking for new ways to spend money we just don't have. Oh, well, they're doing their best to bankrupt us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so are they going to go to these other countries and say, hey, look, even when you don't have the votes, here's how you do it. I mean, is that? <laughs> this will make imagine. it look like you got the most votes yeah. in the history of the world. Now, one of the things we've learned is you don't want big white trucks pulling up to big voting centers in the middle of the night. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that looks raises suspicious. A, raises a flag. Now, you can right? call everybody who says anything about it a conspiracy yeah. theorist and, you know, beat them into submission. Mm -hmm. And you can also take them off Twitter. Have, you, we'll just call Twitter for you and uh, tell them to, you know, cancel their account. Right, right. Suspend their account. And, and the other thing is on uh, uh, early, this early voting stuff, make sure that you know where the cameras are. Uh, if they're mm -hmm. in close proximity to the boxes. By the way, speaking of election integrity, uh, later on we've got a video of James O'Keefe and his new uh, O'Keefe Media Group, OMG, 
uh, has got uh, a new uh, uh, operation with some interesting uh, stuff going on on how uh, our election cycles are funded. Man, he got right to work on that uh, situation, didn't mm-hmm. he? Because it, it ju- he just got kicked out of his Project Veritas, and uh, now he's got this up and running, and they've already got videos out. That's really cool. Good for him. Uh, also, everything is more expensive under Joe Biden. Even the cost of launching rockets into space mm. has gone up. Sounds like another uh, Putin price hike, of course. Oh. I, I think that's what it is. Putin is affecting so, the rocket yeah, launch market? Yeah, yeah he sure is. Uh, it's a tight launch market coupled with high inflation, and it's driven up launch prices in the last year, putting a squeeze on customers. Hmm. At the recent Satellite 2023 conference, industry officials said they saw evidence of growing prices in the last year. Thank you, Vladimir Putin. Thank you. Right. <laughs> growing demand along with a constrained near-term supply that some have dubbed a global shortage. Hmm. Is a factor, they say, along with inflation that's remained historically high for more than a year. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Again, thank you, Vladimir Putin, for the Putin price hike. It's, it's perfect. Uh, prices of individual commercial launch orders have traditionally not disclosed a practice, uh, have not been disclosed, and that's a practice that uh, continues today. SpaceX doesn't publish the list or list their prices for its Falcon 9 and Falcon Heavy launches, which the company raised by 8% a year ago because of what it said was inflation. Uh, Prices, of course, can vary depending on what you're sending into space. At the same time, it raised its dedicated launch prices. SpaceX has also increased their prices. Oh, no. Yeah, of their rideshare launch services by 10%. No, yeah, I've been saving up for that from a million dollars. Yeah, I have that for a two hundred kilogram satellite. I don't know what the, if that's is that three <laughs> ounces. Is it four satellite. million pounds? I don't know. There's no way to tell. <laughs> but it went from a million to one point one million. It doesn't sound like a really well. It's a ten percent increase, obviously. Hmm. Uh, earlier this year, the company appeared to hike prices again, according to a tool on its website for finding and booking rides. The cost of a 200-kilogram satellite was now $1.3 million with the earliest flight opportunity, second oh, quarter of 2025. So I've got to save up wow. even more? Yeah. Yeah, $1.3 million. I thought I was ready to buy the ticket. Apparently not. And now I'm short again? Come on! Short. But you have until 2025, because they can't launch it till then anyway. Yeah, but i got to buy eggs before then. <laughs> yeah, well, forget it then. If you have to buy eggs between now and 2025, you're not going to launch it. You're not going to space, bro. Nope. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, That rideshare program is out of reach for you now. Oh, darn. Dang it. Yeah, it's too bad. Hey, so um, you're talking about space. For some reason, this came to mind here. April 8th, 2024. Mm -hmm. Mark your calendars. It's going to be a total eclipse of the heart. Uh, Right here over Dallas-Fort Worth. So it's going to come down like basically Maine... Ohio, Missouri. A total Texas. eclipse of the sun or yeah. the moon? Of the sun. It's going to really? be dark in the middle of the day. A total eclipse of a the sun? A year from now, April 8th. Yeah. Huh. Turn around, bright eyes. <laughs> How go. about that? Isn't that good? <laughs> yeah, it's great. So I, I just, for some huh. reason, that this hit me. Huh. Uh, April 8th, 2024. There's nothing we can do. It's a total eclipse of the sun. You might want to cover your eyes a little bit at some point. Yeah, because you're not supposed to look at while it. While you're singing the song. But when the thing is completely 
covered by the moon when when it's an eclipse. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you could yeah. look at right, it that, then. that one moment. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So yeah. anyway, huh. again, I got ADD. I didn't know that. And what day? Uh, April, April 8th, 2024. It's a oh, Monday a afternoon. a year from now. Yeah, oh, okay. sorry, man. That's why Dang it. I said a year from now. Ah. It's on a Monday afternoon. I'm a planner, Pat. You, you know? sure are. You just... Just remember things way Probably up. be a cloudy day, raining like a pig. I swear, bro. We won't be able to see it. What do you want to bet? I, what do you want to bet? I will. That'd be our luck. You will see me on the news if it's cloudy in Dallas on <laughs> April 8th, 2024. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to this. Uh, meanwhile, we got everybody around the world mocking us. We just showed you the thing from the Saudis the yeah. other day. Mm-hmm. They did the Biden parody. Uh, Biden and Kamala. I mean, it wasn't well done, but it just shows you they just have no respect. You got the Mexican president calling us out on everything. Right. Everything. Right. And now we have the Taliban shoving this right in our face. (laughs) The Taliban has released pictures of U.S. equipment and parts left behind after the withdrawal. Oh, yeah. Nice job, Joe. Yeah. Uh, Douchebag. Do we have that picture of all the. Humvees and everything. America, and they're up. clearly U.S. Humvees. That, armored vehicles. And that's just one picture. Jeez. That is, uh, oof. Uh, they're, Hurts. They're laughing in our face. Yeah. <clears throat> and who was it that just said, ah. it was a U.S. official that just said, he wouldn't do anything. Oh, it was uh, Lloyd. Um, Austin Lloyd? Yeah, yeah, it was Austin Lloyd. Just said, yeah, well, we got no regrets. Absolutely no regrets about the withdrawal mm-hmm. from Afghanistan. Are you kidding me? You can look at that, you can have that shown, and you can still say we have no regrets about yeah, the withdrawal? Yeah, let's play that clip. Play that clip. Let's play that. Clip eight. <sighs> Here he is. But do you have regrets about the withdrawal from Afghanistan? I, I support the president's decision. Do you have regrets of about the withdrawal or how the withdrawal occurred from Afghanistan that cost the lives of 13 of our service members. I, I don't have any regrets. Uh, you don't have uh, any regrets. Secretary Austin, uh, it's very telling. Uh, Secretary Austin, um, has there ever been any accountability for anyone within the Department of Defense for the deadly, botched, and embarrassing withdrawal from Afghanistan? Any accountability? Hey, listen, our, our, our hey, troops listen. evacuated 124,000 people off of that airfield. Has anyone and- been held accountable? If a Navy captain no. grounded a ship, what happens immediately? Typically, that, that captain is removed. That captain is removed. Has anyone been held accountable for what happened in Afghanistan? To my knowledge, no. You don't regret it? No one's ever been held accountable? Mr. Chairman, this is why this Republican majority must provide the accountability that this administration wants to sweep under the rug with what happened in Afghanistan. Wow. That's a Secretary care. of Defense. They don't care. With no regrets about what happened. In Afghanistan. It was a travesty. It was a complete cluster thing. Uh, and they completely botched it. And they've got no regrets. Oh, okay. Uh, Congressman Matt Gates also asked Secretary uh, Austin, is this Austin Lloyd? Too? Austin Lloyd, yeah. Yeah, about drag shows on military bases. <laughs> God. Man, uh, the things... That we have to talk about Clip right nine. now. Clip nine. Clip number nine. Go ahead and put up the first slide. I, I guess my question is, how much taxpayer money should go to fund drag queen story hours on military bases? <laughs> mm. Okay. We have to ask you know, that question. Drag, drag queen story hours is not something that uh, the department funds. 
Go ahead. Well, wait a second. Uh, that's actually not what the record seems to suggest. You were going to fund one at Ramstein Air Force Base. That <laughs> one got canceled, but that's DOD insignia. That's a drag queen story hour for children. <laughs> then also at uh, Malstrom Air Force Base outside of Great, Great Falls, Falls, Montana, <laughs> you had a, a drag queen story hour for kids. At the Joint Base Langley-Eustis, you put on a drag... Queen Story Hour on a Saturday for the first ever kid-friendly diversity, equity, inclusion summer festival. And at Nellis Air Force Base, you had the Drag You Nellis on June 17th. Who funded these things, Mr. Secretary? Listen, uh, drag shows and, uh, are not something that the Department of Defense uh, supports or funds. So. But wait, why, why are they happening on military bases? I just, I just showed you the evidence. Mm. Why are they happening? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I will say again. This is not something that we support or fund. Then why are so they you happening? Think hosting a drag queen story hour on a military base isn't supporting the drag queen story hour? <laughs> I stand by what I just said. Oh, but, but you may stand by it, but it's belied by the evidence over and over again. I mean, are, 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 are you aware of the uh, wow. piece? Uh, Biden's military, Air Force Base in Montana, holds drag show, drag queen story hour for kids in the Western Journal. Are you aware of that? <laughs> Again? Again? I will but, say what I've said yeah, before. You're saying what you're saying, but I guess it just doesn't comport with the facts. I wow. Mean, we're, we're, I mean, this is our military, bro. And in Great Falls, Montana, at Malmstrom Air, For Air Force Base, they're doing drag shows there? Everywhere. It's everywhere. Small town of about 70,000 people, and that's where you're choosing to... Good heavens. It's absolutely astounding what I mean, is happening right now you can uh, i stand by uh we don't support it's a twofer fund. you can destroy a military and their children all in one fell swoop all at once pat gray unleashed that's some tweets here uh from Syrian energy how exactly do we share a country with people like bowman if you can't beat somebody in a in a debate just yell yep loudest one wins in america apparently uh, Congressman Massey is a good argument against term limits. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> uh, Grandma Shishi, oh, Biden uh, could just go and get another COVID jab. That could help his cold. Oh, yeah, those help, I hear. Yeah, yeah. I've they, heard they that do. somewhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> From Adrian Slade, have you noticed how all the Democrats have pivoted to saying that Republicans are working for the gun lobby because... The NRA has been so diminished. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Thor spirit. Weird how the people that want to kill babies in the womb and encourage women to be childless. All of a sudden, they care about children. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Really ironic. And from caffeinated Texan, honestly, the QAnon shaman was more calm and restrained than Congressman Bowman. Uh, by far. By far. Uh, and uh, escorted by the uh, Capitol Police all over the Capitol building. But they just, they were keeping an eye on him. That's all they were I doing. I want the shaman to run for Congress. Da. And he'd be like, oh, look, I was just early to the party, y'all. Ta-da. I don't know where he lives. Look, I'm back. And this yeah. time, I'm pissed. Mm -hmm. So uh, we got some good news if we go to war. The United States is 13 years behind in ammunition production, according to the New York Times. 13 years behind. Don't worry about it. Uh, why? Not because we're sending all our ammo to Ukraine. That's why. Isn't by, that great? By design. The the uh, imp 
explosion of a nation. See, America last policy of this administration that allows all this to happen. Our commitment to support Ukraine against the Russian invasion appears to have rattled the stability of our domestic stockpile of missiles and munitions. This is absolutely unconscionable. It's treason. Yeah, we got to start using that word. Mm-hmm. Y- yes, it is. So many ways to under this administration. The Biden administration is promised as part of a $33, uh, $33 billion sent in military aid for the besieged country so far. $33 billion, my <laughs> rectal cavity. Come on. <laughs> uh, we're way beyond $33 billion. Uh, I, I like how they break it down into these categories. It's not exactly. over $200 billion in yes. aid. Right. Yeah. No, no. We we break it down into, okay, well, some of it was for this, some of it was for that, some of it was for gasoline, some of it was for <laughs> energy. Okay, right. Anyway, a U.S. Patriot air defense, defense system will be sent to Ukraine, too, along with over 200,000 rounds of artillery, rockets, and tank rounds. If anything happens in the meantime, what are we supposed to do? Yeah, Sorry, but- uh, can you guys wait till we get our production of ammunition back up before you attack us again? Because this isn't fair. Uh, we sent all our stuff to Ukraine. But, I mean, this is the United States of America. I'm mm-hmm. sure nothing comes to mind of, like, an attack here on the homeland. Uh, nothing in no. recent years that you might think, oh, right. that's a blatant attack uh, on our uh, soil. Right. Nothing. And sadly, you know what? Sadly, a lot of Americans don't even think of anything like 9-11. Right. It, it, it has been just pushed out of our memories. In uh, fulfilling these, uh, these promises, the New York Times reported the U.S. has sent Ukraine so many stockpiled Stinger missiles that it would take 13 years of production at recent capacity levels to replace them. What are we doing? My gosh, how is that possible? Are you kidding me? 13 years? Unless probably we retool all of our factories. We don't have that many factories anymore. Keep in mind, yeah, we we ratcheted up production of military hardware in World War II, but that's when we had all kinds of factories and we could retool them. That's not the case anymore. We have a limited number of factories to pump this stuff out, and most of our factories are in China. <laughs> hey, can you uh, you guys go ahead and manufacture a bunch of munitions for us? I know you're attacking us, but it's just it's not fair and it's not right. How do you feel good about it? How do you feel good? I mean, uh, about taking over our country when right. we've given all our stuff to somebody else. At least the world isn't peace. Yeah, that's correct. Relative calm. Right. And so, you right. know... And nobody's going to take advantage of us. And we Who can would? tell them if you do want to take advantage of us, could you please just pause for 13 years <laughs> and <laughs> then come back? Wow. The Times added that Raytheon, the company that helps make the Javelin missile systems, uh, said it would take five years at last year's production rates to replace the number of missiles sent to Ukraine in the last 10 months. <laughs> and we know how America is at its most protected uh, uh, during a Democratic uh-huh. presidency. Oh, sure. So sure. Joe Biden will probably ramp up uh, production <clears throat> for sure. Currently, the U.S. produces just over 14,000 rounds of 155-millimeter ammunition every month, and Ukrainian forces have previously fired that many rounds in the span of 48 hours. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, and we saw him waste uh, on Pat Gray overtime. We saw him waste a lot of those bullets. Uh, you were down the hall. That's right. You it was me and Hillary earlier this week. Um, we played a clip of a Ukrainian soldier just firing off bullets to scare a mom and her child that they didn't like uh, the way she was driving too close to the convoy. My gosh. And, I mean, mm. th- this is... And how much are we sending to that army again? To that uh, military? Over 200 Yeah, billion over 200,000 rounds of artillery, rockets, and tank rounds. 200,000 rounds. Don't worry about that. Uh, the Washington Post reported last month U.S. officials in January proposed a production increase of up to 90,000 rounds of 155-millimeter ammunition each month to keep up with the demand for Ukraine. Okay. Ammunition availability might be the single most important factor that determines the course of the war in 2023. According to U.S. defense experts uh, Michael Kaufman and Rob Lee, um, adding that Ukraine will depend on international stockpiles and production for access to the ammunition it needs. And meanwhile, uh, we don't pay a bit of attention to what this is doing to us as a country. We don't care. The Biden administration couldn't care less about any of this. Have you heard them even mention it? Hey, you know what? We're going to come back, cut back on on uh, supplying Ukraine because we we just we don't have it right now. Okay, and it's going to take us 13 years to get our stockpile back up to speed. <laughs> really incredible! Wow. So, uh. I guess the um, there are some excerpts from the 2023 National Defense Authorization Act. Yeah, I I just I didn't know all of these things were in there. So when I saw this in a blog, I thought hmm. we need to talk about this. And I'm sorry, I just didn't know that this was in there. <laughs> Can't keep up with everything. A few things that are in there: all non-combat vehicles pre- procured by the Department of Defense must be electric biofuel. We're screwed. Or hydrogen. Screwed. Uh, from 2035 on. Okay. Okay, so they got to be pow- powered by electricity, biofuel, or hydrogen this is by 2035. nation committing suicide in the open. Uh, got the establishment of a Department of Defense working group to prioritize reducing greenhouse gas emissions in Department of Defense energy supplies. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. You want to prioritize greenhouse gas emissions. Yeah, you do. When the military... When your life's uh, on the line, you just want to yeah. make sure, is it green right. energy that is powering my demise? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, there's a pilot program for electric vehicle charging stations on military installations. Posthumous promotion. <laughs> oh, no. What? What, did, what, what's, what? What's this one? Wait, What? The posthumous promotion. Oh yeah, this is weird. I thought Ulysses S. Grant to the rank of General of the Armies of the United States. What am I missing here? What? I thought... He already was right in, in. I don't know. Nineteen. I mean, eighteen sixty-four. Right. Eighteen sixty-four and sixty-five. He was the man. By the way, this list uh, is from Oilfield Rando. Uh, did a good job going through this. No kidding. Jeez. I. I Ulysses S. Grant. I, I don't know. Maybe there's a technical thing. You know, maybe he's the general of whatever, and now we need to make sure that... I mean, do we care? He's know. been dead right. for right. 130 years or whatever. Uh, a writing award program for members of the Defense Acquisition Force. 
writing award? Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. Going to increase in the authorized number of assistant and deputy assistant secretaries of defense to ni- from uh, to 19 and 60. Yeah, see, respectively. That, that feels like court packing to me. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, it does. Because we're expanding, and right. now you got more deputies. That seems... Yeah, I don't like it. There's going to be a study on military training near wind farms. Good. Okay. It's about time. Yeah, I like this, too. $800 million in Department of Defense assistance to Ukraine oh. is in the bill. <laughs> $50 million to support the NATO Special Operations Headquarters. Because nobody else can do that but us, right? Wait, I mean, how much are we spending on headquarters for NATO? $50 million. Oh, and I'm sure everybody else is pulling their weight, Oh, too. of course they are. Germany's stepping right up to the plate. Uh, $20 million for the construction and endowment of the Numu News Cultural Center. All right, now it's... Come on. The Numu Nui Cultural Center. I'm... Oh. I, do we even know? Have you ever heard of Numu Nui? Uh, N-U-M-U. N-E-W-E. <laughs> I've been wondering, why the hell don't we have a Numu Nui cultural center well, uh, for the military? And we need, my figure was about $30 million, so they're spending about $10 million less than I would have, than I would have authorized for this project. Well, it, you got, it, it takes time. To get there. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I, I didn't even spell it right. I don't even know. Whatever. New Ma- mandatory uh, recruiting policy targeting women and non-white <laughs> mariners at the Merchant Marine Academy. Oh, good. Because that's where you want to uh, implement DEI yeah, policies. Oh yeah. Yes, in the military. We don't care uh, if you're qualified, if you know what you're doing. If you can fight. Yeah, if you're... You know, if, you might be 600 pounds. Welcome. Welcome to the military. That'd be great. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Hold on. It was for what kind of mariners again? Merchant marine mariners. Okay, but non-white, what was it? Uh, let's see. Where is that again? Non-white or women? Uh, Yeah, mand- mandatory recruiting policy. Mandatory. Targeting women and non-white mariners. Okay, women and non-white. All right, well, I can't help you with the non-white. Sorry, I was born guilty. But what if I just go up there and I'm like, hey, yo, I'm a woman. Does that get me in? Hmm. Because are they going to deny that? I don't think so. Our country is so... Mm. How about $10 billion in military financing for Taiwan and $2.5 billion for the regional contingency stockpile? Here we go. So we're going to drain our resources... On two fronts, then, uh, and none of them the American front. Ukraine and Taiwan now. Jeez, I mean, good stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Better, do you feel do you better feel, than good? Do you feel safer now? Oh my gosh, yes. Don't see, you? Well, that's the goal. That's the goal. Did you see the thing going around about um, they're considering the CBO has gone ahead and made some suggestions on how we could save money as a nation? And one of the things they did is they said, hey, you know what we could do is we could cut benefits for disabled vets big time. Mm. How about that, huh? Oh, mm-hmm. that's good. We could we could save, uh, I forget how much it was, oh, but it was so dreadful how they're saying um, uh, we need to cut benefits, means test our veterans, our disabled veterans, and basically tell them, don't even worry about working because if you go out and try to earn some money, and be a productive citizen, then we're going to cut your benefits. I mean, it is grotesque, this uh, Mm -hmm. suggestion by the CBO of taking 
those that have sacrificed so much and said, ah, you know what? For every $2 you make more than this middle line, we're going to take a dollar benefits away. It's just, it's just asinine. And, and mm. thankfully, it sounds like that suggestion from the CBO is not going to be accepted. Oh, well, that's good. We hope. That's good. That's what the VA uh, <clears throat> secretary has said. But uh, keep an eye on this because that's in the budget. That that was not in the budget, but that's being proposed for the upcoming budget, which would end up doing so much damage to our heroes. Speaking of budgets and what we, you know, the money we love to spend, uh, how about the reparations for black Californians? Um, this is going to be fantastic when they pony this money up. Sounds like it already. Yeah, it, it's going to be great. Uh, the reparations for black Californians they think could hit $800 billion. That's nearly a trillion. You might recognize that number <laughs> as 80% of a trillion. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's just California reparations. So when they spread that out countrywide, and they will, mm-hmm. I just think we could be into the, I don't know, $10 trillion mark? Twenty trillion? How much would this cost us? It's exciting to consider, isn't it? <laughs> Residents of California, which of course was never a slave state, uh, could possibly see the Newsom administration spend well over double the state's annual budget. Double the state's annual budget on race-based reparations. California's reparations task force has underscored that doing so won't settle old debts or atone for past sins. Instead, this massive redistribution of wealth, which they actually say might be closer to and maybe exceed $1 trillion. Unreal. Would only amount to the beginning of a conversation. Oh, no. That's just going to get us started? just the beginning. We're not done at that point. We're just starting. <laughs> it's never enough. Never. It's, 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 it's truly never. There's enough. nothing we can do no. to fix this problem. No, no. And I do appreciate the tweet from Mike Davis, who was a former um, law clerk for Justice Gorsuch, Gorsuch who said, um, "Any entity." This is he said, "House Republicans, you need to add this to the list of things we need to do. Any entity that pays any racial reparation to anyone who loses all federal funding, codify that into law. States, counties, mm-hmm. cities, schools, contractors." grantees, anybody that's doing this reparation thing, no federal funds for you. I like that plan. Yeah, I do too. That's not going to happen, but it would be great. It might stop some of this insanity. It, well, it would stop the the insanity. You lose federal funds, they're not going to do that. So that would be smart, but they're not going to do it. Um, maybe if a Republican wins the presidency, maybe then it could happen. But uh, this administration certainly wouldn't consider that. Yeah. Which, again, is why it's imperative to get rid of this guy and the whole stinking cabinet in 2024. Because if we don't, they're just they're going to finish us off. I mean, the next administration from Joe Biden would be enough to finish us off. Can't happen. We can't allow it to happen. Oh, by all that is holy, please. Everybody who can vote should get out and do so. And encourage everybody around you, everyone you know, to please do the same. You know, as long as they're not Democrats. And then you'll see the James O'Keefe video and you'll see, ah, nah, we're screwed. And we got that (laughs) coming up in just a few minutes.
Pat Gray Unleashed. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. I uh, got some tweets here. Dr. Spoons tweets, a lot of Americans are out here taking care of business by having their own ammunition stockpiles. Of course, I'm not one of those people, though. No, don't leave it on a boat, though. <laughs> uh, clever Twitter name tweets, interesting fact, gun lobbyists spent $2.6 million in 2022. Big Pharma lobbyists spent $29.2 million. The top individual lobbying spender in 2022. Jeez. That says a lot. Plains Stranger uh, tweets, since there is no accountability on what's being sent to Ukraine, how do we know the feds aren't just keeping the ammunition to themselves? How much <laughs> ammo does the IRS have? Oh, boy. Plenty, I'm sure. Oh. Johnny Ringo, 13 years to replenish our military ammo. Good thing the U.S. supply chain is robust and healthy. Oh, yeah, we're ready for anything. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. And Professor Friday, it wasn't long ago, soldiers were required to report how many rounds they used during engagements. Oh, wow. Maybe we should ask the Ukrainians to provide some accountability. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sure they will. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they will. Yeah, I think it'd be great. Today's opening day for uh, Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It'll be fun. Some new rules changes, right? You know what I'll be doing at noon Central Time today, watching the Atlanta Braves play the... Washington Nationals, I'm ready to go. This is a must-win game for the Braves. Oh, I yeah, you got it. A must-win. Or else you're yeah. out of the pennant race it, yeah. if you start off 0-1-1. And it's too early, really, to be out of the pennant race. So you got to win yeah. it yeah. today. Yeah. yeah, the magic number is 162 <laughs> for all clubs today. Uh, so uh, I hate it when sleeves do that. Uh, yeah, a lot of new rules. And some of them are going to take some getting used to. and some The are... pitcher has to speed up a little bit, right? Yeah, there's a pitch clock. You have 15 mm-hmm. seconds, uh, and then it's uh, 20 seconds. That, if someone is on base, you got 20 seconds. Okay. You 15 go... with nobody on base, right. 20 uh-huh. seconds if somebody's on. Start your motion, yeah, and uh, mm. you only get two pickoff attempts, I think. Um, All right. And I guess because yeah, the... that gets really obnoxious. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it really does. benefits the runner. It does. Yeah, right. And True. now they've got True. bigger bases. So you'll be safe more often when you Bigger try to steal. Bigger bases? Oh, gosh. It's going to look like a little honk ball oh, or something. Man. Little four-year-olds running around. Oh, man. Uh, but they don't want collisions as much, you know. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And um, there's some other things. Uh, they've banned the shift. What? Which is stupid. I heard that was coming. They did decide to do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you got to have... That is asinine. Well, if, you, if you can't beat the shift with a... Bunt! Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be in Major League Baseball. You know what? Uh, I, every time, every time you get up there and they shift on you, yep. bunt it down the third baseline. And that has happened. And and the guy got on. I remember this a few years ago. And, and then, they act like, well, how, why would you do that? Yeah, the manager's That's like, not fair. unspoken rule of baseball. You don't do that. Shut up. Then don't shift right is this not this rule change is oh this not emblematic of our That's nation unbelievable it's our nation saying well we're not smart enough to figure it out so i guess we'll just change the rules for everybody okay, i don't want the pitcher scratching his giblets for three and a half minutes out there on the I mound it does happen yeah uh but the shift thing is asinine yeah yeah um and stop them from shifting so last year wow last year freddie freeman wow miss you freddie uh, for the L.A. Dodgers, mm-hmm. hurts to say, uh, he he <clears throat> constantly pulls the ball. 
Lefty pulls it to the right, and and teams make a living off of the shift on him, okay? Mm-hmm. You put someone in shallow right field or whatever. Uh, bro won a batting title. He figured it out. He won a batting title while the shift was still allowed. But teams are getting around this because they're now putting an outfielder there. They're like, okay, then we'll just move an outfielder over to shallow right. Say, we'll move our left fielder there. So instead of moving our third baseman there, we'll just put our left fielder there. I mean – Smart teams are already figuring out in spring training. So it's going to be interesting to see how many of these rules last after a year. Yeah, it will. They'll probably, they'll probably dump them after a year. Some of them. them. I mean, we'll see how it speeds up the pitcher, speeds up the game. That's what they're they're trying to, they're trying to speed up the game. And it did have that effect in In spring training in the minor leagues. Oh, Uh, you know what? I don't know what the total has been in spring training. Um, But, (laughs) but the minor leagues did it last year. Yeah. And I think they shaved, uh, 20-something minutes off of games or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, maybe I shouldn't protest too much because I, you know, I have to go to bed early. Yeah. And so yeah. it's not going to hurt me to go to bed earlier. Well, it, it is really boring when when the pitcher's on the mound and, you know, again, he's scratching his giblets. He's uh, pulling the wedgie out of his <laughs> rectum. <laughs> he, he walks around and spits. And then he picks up some dirt. Yeah, yeah. And then he's rubbing the ball. And then he spits on the ball. <laughs> and then he throws the ball to the umpire because he wants a new one. Yeah. He got too much spit on this. <laughs> uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, uh-huh. All the fun starts today, Major League Baseball. And, Should be fun. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting, if nothing else. Man, it's time again for baseball. Yeah. That's amazing. Just amazing. Uh, and then, not this weekend, but next weekend is Easter already. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure anyway, right? Yeah, uh, Isn't uh, it? It's April 9th. April 9th. Yeah. yeah so. And then, of course, uh, you know, you got the Masters coming up, which I know you watch. Oh, April 6th. man. The Masters. April 6th through 9th. Don't even uh, get me started on the Masters golf tournament. <laughs> dude. I'm all over it. No, you know what? All over it. No, no, no. I'm taking a stand. <laughs> Are you? We're watching the Masters okay. together this year. I'm going to make you like the Masters. <laughs> I doubt I'm coming that. to your house. I seriously doubt I that. know how to get there. Uh-huh. There actually is a road. Dirty little secret. <laughs> I'm going to knock on the door until you let me in and watch the Masters on the big screen, mostly because I just want to see the Masters on the big screen. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wish I wish that could happen, but it it, it just can't. It can't? Uh, Keith, no. It hurts. can't. They've uh, they've torn up the road between us. That you oh, that there. road that I thought was yeah, there is gone, gone now. now. Oh, gone. I never took advantage of it. Tore it up. I saw him paving, and I was like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. waiting for the right moment, and now it's gone. Now it's gone. You waited too long. It's too bad. It's yeah. too bad too. That would have been fun to watch yeah, the Masters shoot. together, but yeah, can't do it now. <laughs> uh, it was another long day for the Interior Secretary uh, yesterday. <laughs> She's having fun up there on Capitol Hill. Uh, so many people are having fun on Capitol Hill right now. <laughs> and here's the Interior Secretary's okay. fun. Okay. Do you think it is better for our country to get oil and gas from federal lands in this country with our environmental standards, mm-hmm. or is it better to get it from places like Venezuela, <laughs> Russia, uh, Middle East, and other places with vastly inferior environmental standards? Where, mm-hmm. where would you prefer that that oil and gas come from? Senator, what I can say Senator, is that can, uh, President Biden is is mm. is, is dedicated is. and committed to making sure that we have an energy oh, independent nation. What? Well, no. But the response to my question: Where would you prefer to get that oil and gas? Our 
Our, as I mentioned many times, the oil production in this country is up on federal lands. We are doing, uh, we're moving those permits through. We're doing our jobs, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um, I appreciate the question. Well, but you do acknowledge that you have restricted access as far as production on federal lands, and you have raised royalty rates. Do you at least acknowledge that? I, uh, we are working to make sure that the, um, mm -hmm. that the work on yes. our public lands is balanced. And um, is balanced. We, we care deeply about the fe ener deeply. energy future deeply. of this country. Sure. Thank you, Mr. Chair. So long as it doesn't, we care deeply about it, so long as it doesn't include fossil fuels. You know, but, but as long as it's solar and wind or pixie dust or whatever, we uh, then we really care about our energy uh, in this country. Yeah, so if, if your goal is energy independence, uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm. Then can't you just answer that question when he says, do you prefer it from Venezuela or China? That should be an easy answer then. Should be. It, and, and can we revisit the last 10 seconds of that clip? I just noticed, and I don't know how long it was going on, so we let's see if 10 seconds is far enough back. Watch dude in the background with his eyebrows here. Let's play this, please, Kayla. Watch this guy in the white hair. Just watch his eyebrows. Nothing else here. I, I, I just caught the last second of it, so whoa, whoa. Got a lot going. Whoa, whoa, four, five, six. Six eyebrow flexes. What was happening there? I don't know. He's got a little, uh, he's got a little habit, apparently. Okay. That, that, uh, All right. Yeah. And perhaps didn't know that he was on camera right then. You picked a bad seat, bro. Yeah, yeah, he did. That's unfortunate. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Continue. I'm sorry. It just. Uh, man. All right. James O'Keefe kicked out of his own company, kicked out of Project Veritas. So he started uh, a new company. It's yeah. O'Keefe Media, Media Group. Group. OMG. Yeah, and the way he set yeah. this video up. Is he was he was looking at the anomalies in in giving to federal campaigns, mm -hmm. and he's like, "My gosh, what is happening? Like, some people are giving two hundred thousand dollars from this address, so it's a bunch of individual donations, but they're all coming from the same person at the same address. So he's going door to door. Which, by the way, he also mentions uh, somewhere I think on his Twitter account that they're sending out cameras and stuff to get more citizen journalists, so you could." Mm. I think get from him. I think if you just ask or something, get a microphone and a camera, okay, and go around and do this stuff yourself. But he's going to these addresses to say, "Hey, did you give two hundred thousand dollars in donations oh, wow. to uh, Operation? What is it? Blue? Uh, he talks about it here. All right, but this is ooh, he's on to something. Mm -hmm. You did donate to Act Blue, right? Act Blue. Act, Act yeah, Blue. So yeah. Yeah. Pause it for a second. If, if you don't know, Act Blue is a huge progressive Democrat um, fund, slush fund, mm -hmm. essentially. It's a political action uh, uh, fund. And they have, uh, last I heard, something like $2 billion in that fund. And you've got to ask yourself, where really does this money come from? Right. Because he's going to these and individuals. And he is asking that question. Well, he's going to these individuals who are clearly donors. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But their names and their addresses, as you the video will show you, are being used here, and it's like, okay, well then, where did that money? Hmm. It's getting laundered through mm -hmm. their names and addresses. Mm -hmm. What foreign country is influencing our elections? You thought we had it figured out for 2024 with ballot harvesting, and Trump is is 
sounding the alarm on that. And, you know, Republicans are always reacting to how Democrats are stealing things. This is this is insane. All right, let's see this. You did donate to ActBlue, right? Yes, uh, once in a while, yes. Did you donate a thousand and nine times? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. Once in a while, I donate five or, or so dollars or something like that during election year. What about $18,850? I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> Not that many donations. No, I don't think so. <laughs> what, what, the Federal Election Commission indicates that that much money was donated to ActBlue and Biden for president. I wish I, I, wish I could wow. have donated $18,000 to Biden's presidency. She How much did you donate? I don't know. I don't Order know. of magnitude. I, I, like I said, I donate $5 once in a while to, to because I have $5. various charities I like to give to. Do you yes. know people are using your address? I don't think so. So... Interestingly enough, she said she donates something like $5 a month. But um, we're getting kind of a pattern of reactions here <laughs> as, we, as we do this. The woman was a very nice lady. She talked to us. So interestingly enough, it's even in a, even a two-party consent state like Maryland, with the camera out in the open, people are still being honest. <laughs> this is sort of new to me. Usually we use the covert cameras, but maybe the camera's a truth serum. But does it sound about right that there's been 18,000 contributions? Absolutely not. For the... For Absolutely not. In the amount of like $170,000? Absolutely not. Really? Yes. Okay. So that's not you doing that? No, it's not. But yes. but, but do, 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 does the frequency ring a bell that you're donating that much every like 10 times a day sometimes? No. Ten no. times a day. Do you think someone is maybe fraudulently um, well, debiting your be. accounts or something? They must be. AppBlue is the one I use for political right. donations. Yep. And I do not make that kind of political donations. Wow. Right. Uh, so right here. Um, yeah, it's 18,672 different contributions that total an amount of $170,221. No, 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 nope. no, no, no. So I'm about to call Garland Riggs. He's the excessive small amount donor. Uh, 31,073 individual contributions <laughs> oh were made. Gosh. Uh, under his address. He's 80 years old. He lives on the outskirts of D.C. So many people across the country, I'm going to call him and see if I can make a contribution in his name and see how he responds. He's either a victim of some type of conspiracy or he's a culprit himself. A lot of these phone numbers are available on white pages, on Google. Yeah, he walks through apps where you can find how to do this. Just be a citizen journalist every step of the way. Here. Hey there, Mr. Riggs. Yes. James O'Keefe. Just asking about those contributions we spoke on the phone. Um, have you donated to Act Blue in the past? I don't believe so. You, you're listed as someone who's given um, over 31,000 individual contributions to to various causes My for a total gosh. of $230,000 using your name in this address. No, that's that's not us. That's not you. No. Nope. Have you ever donated to to Act Blue? Or I think my wife has, but but nowhere near. Are you aware that people are using your, your name? No. Have you donated to Act Blue in the past? I don't believe so. You, you're listed as someone who's given um, over 31,000 individual contributions to, to various causes for a total of $230,000 using your name in this address. 
How much did you donate to Act Blue? It's his wife. Uh, so would you say a thousand a year? Probably not. Not a thousand. Not a thousand? Yeah. Not more than a yeah. Would the FBC records say that you've given two hundred thirty thousand dollars? No. It no appears way. that someone else may be committing a crime using your address. I'll email you that information, the FEC records. And do you think you can find at least some of these individuals? That's what I do, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Uh, there's a lot more to that video. That, Check that out. is incredible. Wow. Who's What a scam they've got going on. Who has really hijacked our elections? Through, right through groups like Act Blue. Jeez, boy, just wow. get out and vote, y'all, because boy, yeah. every vote counts, right? Ugh. All right, let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. Uh, uh, this is my Patriot Supply, actually. Um, anybody who thinks they won't need emergency food ever, you're not paying attention. <laughs> every day, the headlines get worse and worse, and. Who knows whether the unthinkable is next or not, but it pays to be prepared. That's why I seriously uh, recommend that you stock up on emergency food right away. You never know when the next shoe will drop. And when it does, emergency food will be hard to find. The supply chain is vulnerable. We've seen that over and over and over lately. I mean, you go into the grocery store and some of the shelves are just absolutely em- empty, whether it's you know baby formula, whether it's milk, whether it's bread, whatever it is. Uh, sometimes it's just not there. And if you're not prepared for when there's a wider shortage, then you're going to be sorry. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Check out their popular three-month emergency food kit. Right now, you'll save $200 per kit. So this is really the time to do it. Get a kit per member of your family so that nobody in your family goes hungry and that you know you're set if something goes wrong for three months. Now, usually after three months, hopefully order is restored. Maybe the supply chain is back in operation, but it may not be. And you might want to consider maybe stocking up for even a a longer term. Like I have a four-year supply, a year supply for four people. And and if you uh, can do that, then please do it. Maybe you want to save up for that. Maybe you want to plan for that. But in the meantime, this three-month kit can get you through most situations. Each kit gives you a wide variety of delicious breakfast, lunch, dinners, drinks, snacks. provides over 2,000 calories a day. Act now and claim your $200 savings per kit. You'll sleep better. Get this off your plate. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. And you'll also get free shipping as well. MyPatriotSupply.com. Do it now before it's too late. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Just a quick reminder, you can check us out on all the socials. Of course, YouTube.com slash Pat Gray. Rumble.com slash Pat Gray Unleashed. Too bad this, these aren't consistent. It'd be, it'd be a little easier. Yeah, I, I think... In case of the YouTube one, they didn't even give us a choice. Oh, really? Yeah. Instagram.com slash Pat Unleashed. And Facebook.com slash Pat Unleashed. So go online and find us there. (laughs) It's not an actual line (laughs) that we're on 
Um, so, Judy, just know that there's not really I see. a line. She might have been confused looking yeah, for the line. What's this line Pat keeps telling me to get on? Right. Judy. So. Bless her heart. <laughs> that, what, what day was that? That was March. These people want to go back and watch that. March 1st, 2019? March 1st, 2020? I don't know. I bet 2019. I don't think the pandemic had started yet. Well, mm. technically so. hadn't started. Well, whatever. Yeah. I mean, yep. we knew about it, though. Yeah. So I think you're yeah, thinking right. March 1st, probably. 2019. 2019. Go check it. All right. The Judy Show. Yes. Uh, we got some tweets here. Fake Tyler Morgan, the posthumous promotion of Grant, gave him the same official rank as George Washington and John J. Blackjack Pershing, ah. making him only the third general to hold that rank. I knew yeah. someone would know mm. this. Good job, Tyler. But Thank he's you. dead. So oh. does he care now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. A <laughs> little late on that. Uh, Don Hendricks, seven, tweets, a ball game being 20 minutes shorter doesn't make me want to drive two hours to see the Rays well, okay. baseball, <laughs> as we've done multiple times for years. All right, well, sorry. From Hogasm, Keith gets to bed early, just in time for insomnia. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, good news, though. I actually slept last night. Oh, so congratulations. Thank you. Good. A full six hours. Uh, nice. Mm-hmm. I'm a licking butter. I'd like to play high stakes poker with Eyebrow Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah look at that oh yeah. look i got a great uh, hand here uh, oh, oh, oh i think he's trying to stay awake Whoa. or something oh, oh boy <laughs> you got a good hand there Ooh. there's something really disturbing going on in colorado uh, oh no apparently you know we're spending some money and it you know i'm sure not enough um but rare female lizards <laughs> that reside around colorado's fort carson army base they're stress eating to cope with military oh. aircraft flyover noise, uh, according, oh. according to a new study that, again, we're not spending enough on, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, no. These uncommon reptiles, called Colorado checkered whiptails, are engaging in compensatory feeding behaviors when low-flying Apache, Chinook, and Black Hawk helicopters, and sometimes F-16 fighter jets, <laughs> swoop over their habitat, according to the study. Uh, that uh, that they published in Frontiers in Amphibian and Reptile Science. Who's I get that every year with the yeah. uh, swimsuit issue. Oh, but I wait for the swimsuit. There's issue nothing usually. like a, a, a <laughs> hot gecko in a bikini. Oh man, am I'm I right? You, yeah, you're right. Lizards tend to have excellent hearing and are sensitive to much lower frequencies than humans are. Okay, so I can't. Who thought to study this? So stupid. Who cares? So what? Ah, <laughs> uh, means... the lizards are stress eating. Uh huh. And <laughs> they're okay. lizards. So find a place that's don't worry not about it. An air force base and go there. During the flyover days, noise readings at ground level ranged from thirty three point nine to one hundred twelve point two decibels. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the sound level of an orchestra or a power saw, and that throws them into a. Stress eating tizzy. Oh no. Uh, the researchers observed the behavior of 82 lizards oh and then brought them brought them in for weight measurements and blood tests. They did ultrasound tests on them to determine whether they're pregnant and the quantity and size of developing eggs. Your tax dollars at work. <laughs> What a country. I mean, come on. Seriously? We're going to start 
organizing bombing raids around where oh, endangered geez. species are. No question. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. This is interesting. Uh, the NHL may cancel the LGBT Pride Nights because a growing number of players are refusing to wear rainbow gear. Hate. What haters? <laughs> oh my God. Why the mongering and hate from these mongers of hatred? Why? <laughs> Wait, you don't want to promote right. the rainbow jerseys? That's. Uh, Boy, look at that. I mean, those are uh, gay logos for sure. Why are you gay? Huh. <laughs> uh, in response to an increasing number of players engaging in <clears throat> silent protests against the NHL's Pride Night, mm-hmm. a new report claims the league is reevaluating the events, which may lead to them being canceled. Uh-oh. Currently, all of the teams in the NHL, all of them, what is that, 29, 30? 30, Somebody, I believe. 30? Yeah, maybe 30. All of them hold Pride Nights. However, some now do so without the themed jerseys as the events are planned by the individual teams, not the league. Now, why? Why is everybody jumped on that bandwagon? Do they celebrate any other sexual preference during the course of the year? <laughs> Just curious. Like, do you have a heterosexual Pride night? Do you, uh, why? Why? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> do you do you have a night where you celebrate people who just pleasure themselves? <clears throat> I don't think so. But uh, why are these guys forced into promoting LGBTQ interests? Why <clears throat> do they have to be proud of it as well? Does everybody have to get on board? And of course the answer is yes. Everybody does have to get on board. And we all have to promote. It's not enough to tolerate, which we, we've done forever. We tolerate. Uh, we we don't bother them. We uh, now have to yeah accommodate. Now we embrace. Now we embrace their lifestyle and we promote their lifestyle, which is the goal. It's been the goal of the radicals the entire time. League Commissioner Gary Bettman said in an interview with CTV News, when asked about the players that have refused to wear pride-themed jerseys this season, he said, this is the first time we've experienced that, and I think it's something that we're going to have to evaluate in the offseason. Citing religious beliefs, several players have declined to participate in the pregame warm-ups. They shouldn't have to. They shouldn't have to do this. There's no reason for a Christian NHL player or anybody else to have to put on a pride jersey and go out and promote LGBTQ lifestyles. You, You don't have to do that. And if you don't do it, it doesn't mean you hate Bettman told the outlet, this is one issue where players, for a variety of reasons, may not feel comfortable wearing the uniform as a form of endorsement. Thank you. At least the commissioner apparently gets it. He continued, but I think that's become more of a distraction now because the substance of what our teams and we have been doing and stand for is really being pushed to the side for what is a handful of players basically have made personal decisions, and you have to respect that as well. Thank you. 
Huh. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I, hmm. you know the bottom line in everything in big business, which professional sports is obviously a big business, is follow the money. You know, the money will dictate. Mm-hmm. And if they're seeing some sort of, uh, you know, repercussions there from the fan base, yeah. then then they're more apt to respond. And, and along those lines, I'm looking for it here. Oh, uh, nope, that's not it. Um, I saw a thing where uh, the... Yeah, here it is. This is great. Listen to this. <laughs> more fans. This is just a fun fact with sports. More fans tuned in to watch Iowa beat Louisville in the women's NCAA tournament than any NBA game on ESPN this season. That's that's pretty fascinating. Yeah, it the, is. The women's basketball game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the playoffs and everything, but mm-hmm. that would be better than the higher, more watch than the NBA? Any NBA game? Interesting. Uh-huh. So NBA... Mm-hmm. Uh, Go woke, go broke. Am I right? And I You're think right. the NHL is seeing that writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, maybe we pull it back just a little bit here. Uh, meanwhile, Poser, uh, po- Posey Parker, mm-hmm. she's a woman from Britain who uh, sticks up for women in the face of the extreme trans activists. And over the weekend, she was going to give a pro-woman speech in New Zealand, yeah, right? It yeah. was in New Zealand, and then of course the uh, the trans the mob, mob surrounded, surrounded the event. Yeah, it, just... I, it was crazy. Ugh. I mean, there there were hundreds, if not thousands, of people around her. It was amazing. But but her side hates. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Just so you know. Right. Exactly. To, to, to stick up for women, that's hatred now. Mm. Uh, and this this is what happened when the angry mob surrounded her. Comes from the back there and dumps tomato soup all over her. And uh, oh, jeez! You can't have a conversation. They, I'm so tired of hearing them say, "Let's have a conversation." That's the last thing they want. Right. Vile. God, man. Uh, meanwhile, Kamala Harris is in Africa this week, and she's excited for the future of Africa. Oh, good. Yeah. I am too, but she's there. She's got a way with words, it, so she on, really on does this kind of stuff too. That's mm-hmm. good. I'm very excited about the future of Africa. <laughs> I'm very excited about the impact of the future of Africa on the rest of the world, including mm. the United States of America. Uh, he's hmm. good. Yeah, that's powerful, right? That's powerful. You're moved to be excited now, right? <laughs> Last week, I was pretty excited about her word salad honoring uh, women at Women's History Month. Uh Uh, Check this out, too, because she's so good. So during Women's History Month, we celebrate and we honor Mm -hmm. the women who made history throughout history, who saw what could be Uh unburdened by what had been. Oh, boy. Don't be ridiculous. Where did you get that, Pat? Why would you try to finish her sentence? With history? With, I mean, let the woman finish her deep thoughts. Her veep thoughts, yeah. as, as Stu Does America refers to them. <laughs> oh, she never good. fails to delight, does so she? Why were they honoring women? You're not allowed to do that anymore. You yeah, I don't know. That. that was weird that yeah. they were celebrating women at the White House. I hope no one else at the White House was celebrating well, women. Well, yeah, somebody else was. Who? Uh, Joe Biden, First Lady Jill, Doctor. Jill Biden. Doctor, thank you. There are those who continue to ask our daughters to shrink. 
Those you. who are pulling away what? the hard-won progress that we've made, Your that our mothers made, and their mothers made before them. We find ourselves refighting battles right. we thought we had won a long time ago. The battle to kill Quality babies. Yes, yeah, that's justice, all it is. Freedom for all. Mm -hmm. These are the flames we must feed with our voices and our vigilance. Girl must know that she belongs in all places of power, that her boldness is beautiful, that her body is her own, that her future can be anything. Unless it's she the vaccine, of course, that uh -huh. her body's not her own. We insist that she inject something into it, whether she likes it or not. These people, they, they have changed the definition of feminism to being pro-abortion. That's yeah. all feminism is to them anymore. Right. And for her to stand up there, do they listen to the words that they even say? Do they? E who writes this stuff for them to read? Where she says, well, we're having to fight battles we thought we already won. No, you've actually created new battlefronts. You're allowing men into women's spaces across the board. Mm -hmm. They don't even listen mm -hmm. to what comes out of their freaking mouths. And how is it that they don't give a rat's ass about the women who would be born... The females who would grow into women who are being aborted by the millions. Amen. And they don't care at all. Don't. They couldn't care less about that. And obviously, she doesn't believe what she told women in that, in that clip. As a reminder, earlier this month, she gave a women's <laughs> award to a man who dresses like a woman and, you know, identifies as a woman. Mm-hmm. But here she is giving an award to a man. In Argentina, Alba Ruada is a transgender woman who was kicked mm. out of classrooms, barred for sitting for exams, refused job opportunities, subjected to violence, and rejected by her family. But in the face of these challenges, she worked to end violence and discrimination she, against the LGBTQI plus community. That's a man, baby. Oh my God. And then she goes and does the event with her women and says, yeah. I'm having to fight battles. You know, right. That we thought we already won. Same person, Joe Biden. Oh, I, I got this list, Pat, of women who have been, or men, excuse me, <laughs> that have been given Women of the Year awards. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. Rachel Levine. Jeez. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Although he, she actually transitioned. That is, I mean, so that's, she's a woman now. I don't know some of these people. Who's Laverne Cox? She changed her chromosomes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, okay. I'm so, All right. No, not so her. if she changed her chromosomes, uh, you're right. <laughs> Can She's I go, a woman. She went to the chromosome <laughs> store. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'd like to change my chromosomes, please. Yeah. Oh, By the okay. way, we actually have um, video coming up in overtime. Yeah. Of uh, a woman who transitioned to a man with warnings for children that are considering the same. But here's more... Uh, Men who mm -hmm. have been given Women of the Year awards, MJ Rodriguez, mm. Laurel Hubbard. I don't know a lot of these, but there's just a, it goes on and on. Uh, Ebony Harper. Oh, yeah, that was the weightlift, the powerlift. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, Ebony yeah. Harper, Cecilia yep. Chung, uh, Leah Thomas. Jeez, man. Anyway, it's just never ending, and it's so sad. Uh, it, 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 it is sad. And then you try to speak out on it behalf of women. Like the lady in New Zealand. Yeah. And you get attacked. Are you familiar with the word TERF, T-E-R-F, the phrase, the, the way to describe? Uh, that is an acronym 
for trans exclusionary radical feminist. First recorded in 2008. Uh, the term was originally used to distinguish transgender inclusive feminists from a group of radical feminists. In other words, if you're a feminist, mm -hmm. but you don't think dudes belong in women's spaces, you're a turf. Oh. Okay, so that's like J.K. Rowling. Yes. Is a turf. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's... <laughs> I'm sure she's really bummed about that. Yeah. She uh, entered $1.9 billion or whatever it is she's worth. <laughs> she's really, oh, no. really, really Call depressed me names, about please. that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Did you see that the fake governor of Arizona, Katie Hobbs, a member of her staff, tweeted out, and I don't know where they're imagining this hatred. Like, we're all, we've got pitchforks and, and tiki torches, and we're hunting down trans people. But did you see what she tweeted out, uh, uh, the other day after the shooting, after the shooting in Nashville. No. Us when we see transphobes. So clearly illustrating violence is okay oh against, my against people that, that disagree with you trying to butcher kids. So um, anyway. Unreal. She was uh, let go, amazingly enough. Wow. So there you mm. go. Uh, this is kind of interesting. The importance of traditional American values has obviously plummeted across the U.S., according to a new poll, uh, as you may well imagine. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Pat uses his cell phone now, y'all. Breaking yeah, news. <laughs> he actually uses it. Uh -huh. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all week. Try the veal. And I got to see, I forgot to turn it off, but I have to keep it with me because, you know, it's got my... It has my diabetes information. Yeah, that is sent to it by this thing on my arm. So that's so. not a uh, a danger warning ring, right? That's, no, that, that was, was an actual it. just that was phone the actual call. just phone. The phone being it, a you... phone, which is weird. <laughs> Wait, you can do phone calls on your phone? Yeah, can you yeah, really? You can. Wait, that's a thing. You can it is a thing? Oh, okay. It's not weird. I didn't know that. Uh, the importance, though, as I was saying, of traditional American values has plummeted in the in the U.S. in recent decades. Uh, this is a poll from the Wall Street Journal. The Monday poll questioned U.S. residents about the importance of patriotism, religious faith, having children, and other traditional U.S. metrics. The poll found that just 39% of Americans say their religious faith is very important to them. 39 well, and 38% say patriotism is very important. Jeez. Wall Street Journal compared those numbers to the first time it ran the poll in 1998 when 62% of Americans said religion was important to them. 70% said patriotism was very important. So for religion, it went from 62 to 39. And for patriotism, 70 to 38. Just since 1998. Wow. That's 25 years. Meanwhile, wow. a plurality of respondents reported that the U.S. has not gone far enough in promoting equality between men and women. Huh, really? Accepting people who are gay, lesbian, or bisexual, or promoting racial and ethnic diversity in business and universe. We haven't gone far enough on those things? Jeez, how far do you want to go? Seriously. <laughs> uh... I, I, I'm telling you, they're not going to be happy until we're all members of the LGBTQIA2 plus community. You could, if you fit into one of those uh, letters, one of the alphabet letters, then 
then you've gone far enough, but yes. not until then. And you got what? How many options to choose from? Well, quite a few. Yeah, you could be lesbian, four hundred, gay, bi, uh, LGBT, but, but, but there's Q, a lot of queer the questioning. You could be intersex. You could be two spirit. Two spirit. I mean, there's two a lot spirit. of things you could do, uh, but just pick one and and do it, and then and then it'll be okay. Uh, a large plurality of respondents reported that American society has already gone too far in accommodating people who are transgender, with 43%. The haters. Saying that's the case. 43%. Wow. Uh, less than 25% say the, say the U.S. has gotten the issue about right. And 33% say society needs to accommodate transgender people more. Again, how can you do more? Seriously. I mean, they run the place now. <laughs> Transgenders run this country. I mean, that, that's what gets you into uh, the Biden administration. Yep. Roughly 50% of respondents had a very or somewhat unfavorable view of uh, being asked to use transgender pronouns, while just 18% had a favorable view. Huh. Well, see, we got to change on that. 32% <laughs> said they were neutral on the issue. 32% don't care about your gender pronouns. Eh, I'm okay. I can, whatever. I don't care. One way or the other. I'll just do it or I won't. Hmm. Uh, sorry to report this, but we have breaking news. It's uh, You have not been invited to the Glenn Beck radio program yet again. Mm. Wow. This is uh, So it was five last week and then... Well, this is six. This and then, is... And then we had a couple more days this week. We have an update right. as well. So I think we're up to Right. Nine. We're up to four. We're up to nine days. Pat Gray held hostage. Boy. Day nine. Okay, well. Holy cow. Glenn Beck, uh, we wow. don't appreciate that. And you are on notice. <laughs> I don't know what that's going to do to him, but yep, yeah, he's on notice. So <laughs> put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> By the way, U.S. Marshals, can you believe this? We're told not to arrest Supreme Court justice protesters uh, when everybody was, you know, crowding around the Supreme Court justices' homes. And so the marshals were down there to protect the justices, but they were they were told, "Hey, avoid arresting anybody wow. who's protesting." Uh, why? They they were supposed to not arrest anybody unless it was absolutely necessary, and I think it was absolutely uh-huh. necessary in one case, right, where the guy at least yeah where the guy was going to kill uh, one of the Supreme Court justices. I That's what his intent was. Mm-hmm. Jeez. So hold on. You can't arrest protesters when they're at someone's house yeah. with their family mm-hmm. and their kids. Mm-hmm. You say, hey, this is a, uh, you should say, right? Uh, this is a private residence. This is no place for this nonsense. Go to a public building. But when you go to a public building, and if you're just merely on the grounds, uh, that's going to be prison time for you, January 6th. Mm. It's crazy. Which, by the way, yesterday, Merrick Garland was asked, you know, hey, what about the, the, the right to a speedy trial? Well, that's that's for the lawyers to figure out. That's for the the lawyers of those that we've uh, basically are languishing in prison years later. They need to figure it out and 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 uh, get mm. evidence and when they're comfortable with. I mean, shut up. <laughs> oh, it's just wasn't, the worst. Even, wasn't even worth pulling the audio. Yeah. Well, these. I mean, that's how this administration responds to yep. everything. Yep. Somebody K- else's problem. KJP was asked yesterday oh. uh, if Biden supports gun confiscation. Okay, so oh, because no. he, he supports the gun ban, oh, right? No. A ban on assault rifles oh, no. that looks so scary. 
because they have the metal frames and then not the wooden ones that you would see in a hunting rifle. So the metal frame changes everything. Uh, so, <laughs> am I gonna be sad after I hear this clip? Oh uh, no, I don't think so. I think I think you'll think, well, it's just like every day. Uh, <laughs> Here's what she had okay. to say. Not just banning the sale and manufacture of semi-automatic weapons, but further than that, confiscation. Let's let me just be very clear. What we're talking about, AR-15s, these assault weapons ban, they are weapons of war, and they should not be on the streets across okay. the country in our communities. They should not be in schools. They should not be in grocery stores. Okay, they should not be in churches. Is he trying to That's what confiscate the them? Then? And he has done. Uh -huh more than any other president the first They're two years on an executive war. order. And mm -hmm. as you know, we mm -hmm. all know how government works. There's yeah. only so much that he can do. Yeah. And so now it's time for Congress to do the work. Okay. And he's happy to sign. Once that happens, he's happy to sign that legislation that he's says, happy, okay, happy we're going to gonna remove assault weapons. We're going to have an assault weapons ban. Okay. Does that sound like the answer is yes, I think, on confiscation. I think they're going to try to take the guns from us. I think they'll try to take assault weapons right out of our homes. And that won't go well. That will not go well in this country. And they know it. And they know it. And they love that prospect. Well, yeah, look, look how much they've used January 6th, where we, you know, people broke a few windows. Uh, and they've gone crazy nuts for two years on that. If you try to confiscate and something happens, they're going to love that. Do we it's know? It's going to be the best thing that ever happened to them. Not to sidetrack too much here, but do we know the uh, Antifa-dressed individuals that broke the windows at the Capitol? Do mm -hmm. we know if they're languishing in a federal prison right now in D.C.? I think we know they're not. Yeah, I think I think we do we do know that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. All right. But the, what she did make very, very clear was that uh, that these assault rifles, are, AR, AR-15s, are weapons of war. Weapons of war, yeah. Weapons of war. You get bonus points on the employee tote board at the White House <laughs> if you mix in that phrase during the debate. You do. You really do. Yeah. So if you, if you can mix in uh, assault <laughs> weapons, weapons of war... Um, High capacity. Yeah. There, there, there's buzzwords, yes. phrases, and there's a chart. I, I'm I, I'm convinced in the basement of the White House, mm -hmm. there's a chart where, you know, hey, look, I'm ahead of Kirby, ha, ha, ha. And Kirby's like, hey, I didn't get to do a press conference today, KJP, not fair. <laughs> and so they're competing, and at the end of the month, mm -hmm. you get, you get, they're trying to earn employee of the month for the Biden administration, depending on how many buzzwords they mix into the nice. conversation. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, great. <laughs> All right. Uh, 888-900-3393, also Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Don't forget, Easter's just around the corner now, and you can still order your Kexi cookies for Easter and get them in time. K-E-K-S-I-A.com. Kexi.com. we got the coconut egg nest now. Delicious. <laughs> really, really good. Um, fun name. We have the uh, new carrot cake bar. Oh, people are absolutely loving that so while supplies last i'll say that's not as creative a name as the coconut nest egg uh, perhaps not perhaps <laughs> not but this is your chance to uh get them ordered and, and get them in time for easter so kexi.com uh we will be back on overtime coming up that'll be posted at 11 central time as always uh and then we'll be back here tomorrow on pat gray unleashed we'll see you then